it, y'all, he sounds like he sounds like y'all remember the, that that show Jack Hanna on yeah. Saturday mornings. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does. Sound. What 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 about that show? Remember Jack Hanna on I guess Saturday not. morning? No, I guess not. He was like, he was like he was like the American version the of the Crocodile Hunter. What? What? I didn't know we had an American version. <laughs> yeah, of, yeah. Is he like off brand? It was. He, on, it was no. On, it was on, like worked for. It was Disney, on, he worked for Disney and ABC. Yeah, oh, it, okay. it was on ABC, and it was like on Saturday mornings. After that, so Raven. Yeah, I don't. I, you guys. It wasn't a TV Disney show, I did. but yeah, yeah, I must have been asleep when I came on. I probably was watching no, yeah, Happy Gilmore or something like, at that time. Oh yeah, yeah, I wasn't up before twelve. He'd be like, he'd be like, uh, and now on Jack Hanna, there's a giant lemur in Madagascar. You know that kind of thing. Oh, so he was boxy. Yeah. Oh well. Let me try this again. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Could Be Anything podcast. A lot has changed over the last few years, but some things really never change. <laughs> <laughs> Why should you look at All right, guys. All right, you know what? No. <laughs> Just gaze and love. Oh, goodness. Let's all recite it together. No. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's skip the formality, shall we? Uh, Logan, uh, Tell me a little about yourself. Hi, I'm Logan Wilkerson. I've been born and raised here in Lufkin all my life. Um, right now, I am a scribe in the emergency room. I follow the doctor around and record everything for him. Been doing that for about two and a half years now. And I'm currently in a school program to be a surgical technologist and just working on my career. So well, That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, what made you want to be a surgery tech? Um... I started out wanting to do pre-med, want to be a doctor, but the more I worked with them, the more I realized I didn't want to be one. So I had done some shadowing in surgery and knew I uh, enjoyed it. So started doing some research and found that was an option and started pursuing, pursuing it and it all worked out. So you just didn't want all the risks that came with being a doctor or... I didn't want the responsibility. I understand. And uh, as if I had any it, clue what it's like <laughs> to be a doctor. No, and it, it it's uh of course it takes a lot of time and mm -hmm. and the more I worked with them I realized they didn't have much of a life that I wanted in myself or right. saw in myself. So right. a lot of those people end up with bad marriages and yeah, divorce and, and kids hate them. Yeah. They make all this money but kids hate them. It, <laughs> it doesn't do any good. Yeah, that is true. You're right. I mean there was a point or I wanted to be a uh, neurosurgeon. And then you realize really quick, first of all, the divorce rate. Second of all, you make all this money just to pay off debt. And then when you're yeah. out of debt, you're too old to do anything with it. Yeah. You have a nice house, but you're there, what, probably maybe... Until you die. Well, no. <laughs> you die. <laughs> but you're not there. Like, you're not getting to enjoy the things that you get to spend your money on. Yeah. And plus, it felt like they... They never saw their kids, or at least the doctors I worked with. Right. And if they did, it would be like one vacation out of the year. Sure. Situation. Sure. Like a big vacation, expensive one, but nothing, nothing be like to us would be normal. Right. To see your family. Right. And then just other things, you know, I wanted church to be a number one thing in my life. And, mm. you know, that's not really a priority in that lifestyle. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I just watched one of our other Guest just raise his hand and just praise Jesus. That's a nice segue. <laughs> let's introduce him. Yeah, let's introduce him. Hey, Colby. So tell us a little about yourself. Uh, I'm uh, Colby Moorhead. I uh, married almost a year now. Eight eight months. Ago. And you haven't hit her yet or divorced her. Wow. No. Yeah. yeah Where did so you far. get hit? From? I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm I would hope so physical. Is your marriage okay? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, my marriage is okay. No, no, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> Uh, 
I, my job's not as cool as Logan's. I'm I'm just in real estate. I haven't gotten the job yet. Well, you're, I mean, your job right now is cooler than mine. Oh, true, You see true. a lot more cooler <laughs> stuff than I do. I just see land. Um, <laughs> yeah. No kids. Just uh, got a dog. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's pause on that for just a second. <laughs> Let him hit the year mark for. Yeah. I think we've been married eight months. I hope she's you not know, listening. Yeah. H- Haley, uh, for us, Haley's. Uh, no. What? How long has it been? You got married in November. November. Yeah. Let's hope she never listens to this. And so it's been. It's been this is the ninth month months. of the year. So it's been 10 months. Almost oh, 10 months. sorry, Jonna. Yeah. Well, I'll take that out for he you. Never was good at, he never was good at math in high school. Yeah, I'll blame it on dyslexia. For math? Hey, it, it all works. I just see numbers. Oh, oh me. So what, what got you into real estate? Uh, kind of a fa- family business. Um, my uh, dad's done it since he was in his 30s, so just kind of learned from him. It's what I knew the most. Mm-hmm. So that was easiest. I didn't want to go to school because, you know, dyslexia. Oh, yeah. So. Good excuse. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, that's good. The real estate market currently is kind of in a, I don't know where it's at. It's so weird. Like, you see people being successful at it, but it's almost like scary for y'all, I could imagine. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's more scary buying than selling right now. So, um, but... I mean, it hasn't really changed for us. So um, hopefully, Lord willing, it's not going to change. <laughs> right. No, but well, that's good, though. Yeah. Well, God knows how to bless his, you know, uh, you know, I don't want to say God knows how to bless his people, but that's kind of kind of true. No? Yeah, it is true. <laughs> We're, I'm very biased. <laughs> <laughs> just pay your ties, guys. Yeah, just pay your ties. <laughs> that reminds me I need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Landon, he's our third guest of the night. And my younger brother. Yeah. You didn't have to say that. No, well, you just made him feel real small. No, I was going to say that I'm his younger brother. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. Tell us a little about yourself, Landon. Uh, my name is Landon Wilkerson. I'm Logan's younger brother and his boss. Oh, yeah. Yeah. there you go. Yeah, he's been at the company for two years, and I've been there for seven months. <laughs> but I'm now his boss. Man, someone's got a better work ethic than you, Logan, huh? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so... Uh, <laughs> I just had a flex on him real quick. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I've been doing that for seven months. Really enjoyed it. I'm now over three hospital ERs for our department of scribes. Um, and then I am currently in my master's program at A&M. Giggum. Woo-hoo. Y'all are a bunch of overachievers. Yeah. Oh, it's like we have nothing to do. <laughs> I, right there with you. I literally turned in a college assignment last week, <laughs> and literally the the professor said, "You are such an overachiever. You were supposed to only do like one version, and you did two. Oh. <laughs> All that work but, for nothing, man. Yeah, no. He's right. not. Is he going to give you extra points for it or anything? Uh, no. Mm. Of course he won't. No. Why'd, you, why'd you do it then? Mm. I didn't know. Oh, I don't read any yeah. instructions. He just doesn't read. But yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Just trying to finish up my master's in December of this year, and then um, hopefully get an even better job than where I'm at. Right. So. Right. What What are you going for your master's again? Uh, master's in business. Uh, Administration, healthcare administration. Oh, okay, nice. No, that's a good, good career path. Yeah. So the doctors keep telling me that, that I'd be their boss. <laughs> yeah, you'd be their boss, and mm-hmm. you wouldn't have divorce. And 
Oh, you probably could. I mean. <laughs> it's still possible. <laughs> you could be a player. We're not even, we're not even married yet, so let's, let's one thing at a one time. One thing at a time, yeah. 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 Like yeah. an elephant, you buy one piece at a time. <laughs> what? <laughs> never heard that. No, you, never, yeah. you never heard that before? No, I think uh-uh. that's you bite one piece at a no, time. No, it's like, if how do you eat an elephant? It's like, oh, how do you tackle Okay, I thought you said, goals. like, how do you buy an elephant? <laughs> <laughs> that makes no sense. This ain't like the... This ain't like... Where do we buy elephants? I was like, what's out of the black market? Yeah. <laughs> this isn't the Old Testament where we chop people into pieces and hand it out to the different oh, yeah. tribes. That's a good book. Yeah. What, the Old Testament? <laughs> no, the Bible. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'd hope you'd say that. Shout out to Brother Bullard. <laughs> <laughs> he probably won't ever listen to this. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you keep that in. <laughs> yeah. You don't want me to keep that in? No, no keep you it don't. In. Keep I'll keep in. that yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So a lot has changed since we were kids, and oftentimes, you know, we we wish we could go back and be kids again. I mean, there are very specific moments in life that you get that, or well, in your adult life that you get very nostalgic, and you start thinking about yourself as a child again. You know, for instance, Christmas for me is one of the biggest times of nostalgia in my life. Like I start remembering early two thousands Christmases with the, the just the music and the the nuances, and. A lot of that, I think when we're kids, we, we li- look at things through a rose, or well, when we're kids, we want to be adults, but then when we're adults, we see our lives as kids through these rose-tinted glasses, and it, I mean, our, our childhoods are always great. If you can go back and r- reminisce on your old, old life, or your, when you're young, not your old, your young life, you know, that's, that means that you had a good childhood. I mean, there's some people that block out their entire childhood, Colby. Yeah. <laughs> no. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, no uh, but... Anyway, I know that we, us three here in this room, or us four in this room, we had a lot of good childhood memories together. I mean, we are, we've known each other since literal childbirth. And so I would like for you guys to share one of your, or if not more, you can share as many of these as you want, but I would like you guys to share some of your most memorable memories as childhood, as a child, whether it be with one of us or by yourself. Um. I think I've said this to several people before. Um, I feel like if you were born before 2005, you know, you really had one of the last great normal childhoods um, compared to probably kids these days. Not saying that they have horrible childhoods. It's just, you know, I like we still remember how it was before, like social media took over. and Not everybody had, um, how do you say, all these super duper electronics, whatever, you know, we were, we were still like kids, you know, mm-hmm. and our childhood was probably more similar to someone like our parents than it was to our childhood compared to someone now. So I think for me, I don't have any like bad childhood memories, mm-hmm. you know, um, I'm trying to think memories of just, uh, I have memories growing up on the playground at school, um, and had a lot of fun there. Um, I wish I could go back to some of those memories. Um, like way back, like Eastview Academy <laughs> days. I remember like on that old wooden the, playground and the, the one that was the falling one that, apart. The one that I fell through the stairs. We probably got tetanus from. Uh, but no, I, I, I have, the, and I remember like getting uh, out of, I forgot what grade I was in, maybe probably like kindergarten or something. And like, um, we used to think like that field in between the school and the playground was so big 
And so it felt like it took hours to get to it. <laughs> and so to get to, to get to it faster, we do like skip to Malu or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah. But think, you know, going if you want to go back that far, um, those were good childhood memories. Right. So for me, one of my uh, favorite childhood memories was like I I remember that when um uh you Alec like you and your family like moved into our neighborhood and it was like it was like oh wow like like literally like me and Logan like literally got on our hands and knees like beside the bed and like prayed that oh let Lord let our friends like move into our neighborhood so we have like one of those childhood <laughs> well, yeah because cool we wanted those like that movie nostalgic uh, friendship like yeah. friend down the street you could mm-hmm. you know because I don't we never had that where you could just walk to your friend's house or take a bike to it or something like that like our parents probably did or something. So in the projects. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that, that was that that was cool. Um at least for me like you know it wasn't hard for us to go down the st- mm-hmm. just down the street that's right. what it was. We so. couldn't get to Colby's house. He was right on the highway. Oh, my yeah, word. he probably yeah. would have died. <laughs> yeah. So, oh man. But yeah, a lot of fun. Did those, those days. Mem- if you could go back, and I'll get—I'm not trying to skip no, over good. you. You're good. Uh, but if you would, if you could go back, is there anything about those childhood memories that you would change? I mean, we all have 2020 hindsight. You know, when we make a bad decision, you're like, "Oh, I could have handled that differently after the fact." But is there any of those memories that come to mind that you're like, "Ah, I should have—I could have changed that. I should have done something different." I don't think as a child there was anything I could do. Maybe something my parents could do, but I'm, but I, I feel like they hear I feel that. Like they, yeah, hear that. Bad parenting. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, but I, I felt, I, I, thinking back now, my parents, you know, r- you know, raised us in in the right way, mm. and um, probably stricter than some other kids. Um, but I think in hindsight, we're thankful for that. Now. Yeah, yeah, we are. Um, but something like I, I try my best not to live in regret mm. for anything. Um, I, it was always harder for me and Landon because. My parents waited such a long time to have kids. And then when they had us, all of our cousins were, you know, 10, 15 years older. Yeah, like, well, like, all three of y'all are older than me, you know, like, at least, like, two, three years older than me. I didn't know that. I kind of yeah. forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just a baby at 21 while y'all are, like, 35. Because technically, <laughs> like... Uh, not that. Not, I don't yeah. think that. There's not that much technically, if, push it. If, my, if, if my parents had me, like, a year after they got married, I'd be older than Corey. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. That's weird to think about. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, all my, like, so, like, on my dad's side, like, if you go by the generation, um, me and Lane are the youngest of the seven grandkids. Well, the nearest one to me that's older than me was, I believe, 18 or, I can't remember, 18 or 21. Um, she was 18 or 21 when, when I was born. Wow. So you have to think there's that age gap. Mm-hmm. So, like, I have first cousins that are in their late 40s. Mm-hmm. So, and then I have, mm-hmm. you know, my dad's cousins that are technically in their 80s even. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's weird to think that I have cousins, you know, that are newborns all the way up. Mm-hmm. Do you think that had any effect on, like, how you interact with, say, your older cousins or even p- other people? Yeah, I think so, because, like, literally me and Logan, we really do enjoy a good conversation with an 80-year-old, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. 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 And, <laughs> Hard to like, believe our that, interest, really our interest is, in, is in, I guess you could say, older-style mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Um, and But I also 
feel like, like again, we can have conversations with almost anybody because mm-hmm. we're just we're just used to it. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's that's a gift and a curse, though, right? I mean, yeah, you kind of forfeit some of your childhood traits. Yeah, I wouldn't say I was the same way, but I, I mean, my dad's an old man. You know, he's always been that way. So I kind of just followed in his footsteps. And so I act the same way. Like, I don't, and I kind of skipped over that childhood, like, conversation and stuff like that. I mean, I like to joke and stuff like that. But, like, I would much prefer, like you said, to talk to someone that's 30, 40, 50, right. 60 years old than someone that's actually my age. Like, there's a lot of friendships that have kind of just, just went away because mm-hmm. I don't care to interact with people like that. Mm-hmm. Too much drama when you're young. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, it, you know, w- when it came to like cousins or family or even friends, it felt like everyone was either really older than us, much older than us, or much, or much, much younger. younger. And really the only ones that were, at least for me, the same age was Colby and Grace. But there was a span of time where we hardly ever saw them. Mm-hmm. So, but. Yeah, I think you stayed at my house like one time. What was what was the reason for that? You guys live like five minutes from each other. I don't, I don't know. know. My my I I asked my parents a lot to go over to friends' house. I don't know why they never really let me. Maybe they're just protective. I mean, that, yeah, possibly. You know, there's every parent teaches or you know disciplines or not even disciplines, but just they have different ways about them. Like my parents were a little bit more free. Not free spirited because that sounds like they're hippies. But <laughs> I was, but they I were was more given inviting. A, right, I was given a lot more trust to do things mm-hmm. and to experience things. Yeah, and so, but there's also a curse to that. I mean, it's, it's a blessing, but then there's also things that you, no kid needs to go through. Not saying my parents did anything, but as you become youth age, you know, you're going out to these youth events, and then you experience things, or you. Or when you get to college and then you start having a little bit too much freedom, you know, it it has its gifts. It it, it it all evens out, but it's still, I don't know. I think sometimes being overprotected is probably better than being underprotected. Yeah. I, think there's, I think there's good in both. Right. Being overprotected, I mean, I, my, my parents weren't overprotective. I was the last kid and my oldest brother's 10 years older than me, so they were done parenting by the time they got to me. <laughs> uh, not saying my parents weren't bad. My parents were great parents. Uh, but, I mean, once I turned... 16 i had pretty much all the freedom i had didn't use the best abilities but uh but if i was was being overprotected i wouldn't have been in those situations so i mean there's there's good in both and look at you now you're thriving yeah yeah, look at you yeah yeah. trying to thriving so we we've talked to lynn and logan about some of their childhood memories is there anything that comes to mind for you colby yeah, uh, like I said earlier, I have a terrible memory. Um, but, I mean, kind of like Logan said, I don't really regret anything because I got to where I am today. And uh, But I do, you know, growing up, you always want to be older. And, you know, sometimes, like, these days, I, I wish I could go back and be like, oh, I can go to another Astros game with my dad when I'm, you know, 10 years old and catch a, a foul ball it's the, that made my day and you don't have to pay for a ticket yeah i don't have to pay for a ticket <laughs> and like, then they were like 10 bucks so yeah, yeah. like 300 dollars. Oh, yeah. uh but yeah just i guess growing up realizing how how much like a blessing it is just to be carefree not to worry about anything not to worry about where your food's coming from or anything like that but i mean growing up it's tough <laughs> right mm-hmm. i want to i want to talk about that for a second 
inflation is not that bad. We went from ten dollar tickets to three hundred dollar tickets. What in the world happened? And, uh, yeah. yeah, they they won. Well, yeah. a couple of them. <laughs> well, when we were going, Astros lost pretty much every yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. now yeah. they win. Now they're game. doing quite well. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that kind of segues into our next topic a little bit. But you know, going from a kid to an adult, uh, I mean, you know, being a kid, you really have no responsibilities, right? You can no. you do whatever you want. You can play video games right after you get out of school, as long as your homework's done. You know, some of us didn't have homework. But, I mean, you have no responsibility as a kid. You get to live carefree. And then it's like what we, we crave to be an adult, but we don't think about the responsibility that comes with that. So, you know, going from a kid with no responsibilities to an adult all within just a few years, what is one of the lessons or experiences that you were not expecting? I mean, what, what's something that you were not expecting to happen when you became an adult? I think for me, my, one of my biggest things that I'm just now realizing is, you know, right now I'm still living at home with my parents. I uh, decided to, to stay home another year while I finished my master's. And I realized that there's, there's a lot of multitasking that comes with just finances, you know? Like, you literally, <laughs> like, like, I didn't realize how, like, like I guess I, I in my mind I figured, oh, like, you can, like, everything's paid on this day. No, like, literally everything can be, like, this is due this day. This is due this day. This is due this day. And it's so, like trying to like figure out like, okay, this amount of money has to go here. This amount of money has to go here. And I need to make this much money. And I need to work this many hours to make that money. And like I have this. And so there's just a lot of multitasking that I don't think I expected this fast. But so far, so good. We're, <laughs> we're doing well. Right. I think for, for me, I was that kid. Landon knows this. I, I wasn't in a hurry to grow up. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, you know, I like I didn't I didn't want to get my license. I didn't want to learn how to drive. I was so scared to do that. Um I didn't I remember like when I like even got into the youth group, I didn't even want to go to anything because I was scared to be I I wasn't social back then, I guess you could say. Um but different things like that. But Right now, I'm 24, and it it does feel weird looking back even the past four years because when, like, say, 2020, COVID started. COVID started when I turned 20. or uh, Yeah, I was still 20, and I turned 21 in May after COVID started. And time has gone by so fast. I was just thinking about that. And it yeah. feels like it, like, yeah. I feel, so in my mind, I still feel like I'm, 18 so like mentally socially um things like that i don't like i have responsibilities you know school work i you know i pay my own car note insurance all that stuff but i'm not overwhelmed at the point of oh my word the adulthood is like crazy um but yeah it does it's gone by faster than i thought it would right um because you know <clears throat> i remember being 13 and telling someone I can remember where I was and telling somebody and who it was uh, oh I can't wait to turn 15 I don't know why in the world I wanted to turn 15 so bad when I was 13 yeah what, what good comes in 15 I, I mean, don't know yeah, I really you, don't you know you can play teen games on yeah. Xbox I, guess, that's about it. I don't know never, we, we see, didn't I've, even have an Xbox I'm, so. I'm, I'm to be 22 next month and I have never even played an Xbox hey, I, I honestly, that's, that's another thing I, I do regret as as a you, it's really not you should it, regret well, that it, I shouldn't regret it but um, 
some basic things from growing up that you know a lot of people other other kids did. Right. I would have liked that. But other than that, no complaints. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, looking back on mine on my life, playing video games was probably one of the biggest detriments to yeah. my childhood. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like playing a game. I like playing video games, but man, as a kid, it's like you went home and that you either played outside for you know, if you had friends, like when you guys would, you know, we're in our neighborhood, we'd play with you guys outside. But there was a lot of times, whole Saturdays would be gone yeah. from playing video games. Mm-hmm. And you can't take that back. Yeah. And I can't even account for the video games I played. Yeah. There's no, there's no tangible, like, it's reward not like you from made it. Money from it. You right. Know? Yeah. I mean, I, I thought about starting you a live stream. Hey, that would, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. If I made money, I would love to do it. But yeah. you know how many hours you have to put into that just yeah. to get started, just to get mm-hmm. noticed? I mean, Is you it, got people like Dr. Disrespect that play for eight, 10 hours a day. I mean, I he makes he made good money, yeah. but oh, I mean, I'm sure that's a I mean, that's a we, shift at the hospital. Yeah, <laughs> we had we had Nintendos, but and, and I we I, were the cool kids with the 3DS. Yeah, we <laughs> were. We were. That was the only time I ever felt cool. Um, Mario was <laughs> sad. Sonic at the Olympic Games. Yeah, I thinking back, I'm kind of glad my parents never got me into it because I I feel like I know a lot of people that are still into it. And they just, it's its like all they do. And I don't know. I, my thing is, it's not that I don't want to play. I feel like I could, I would like to play. But at what time would I spend? Like, what time where I, would I put it? Well, speaking from experience, we play like, well, for me, I mean, I can play two hours and it goes by like that. And you're like, you, you oh, thought yeah. you'd be stoned for an hour or yeah. 30 minutes. Yeah, my, every time I, I play, my wife's like, are you going to play for an hour? I'm like. No, you can't just play for an hour. Yeah, you yeah. gotta play for like three hours just just to feel good about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It. Yeah, that's one of the. That's actually one of the. I wouldn't call it an addiction, but that's one of the things I'm trying to get under control with discipline, is, uh, gaming. And that's actually, I'm, again, I'm not trying to. It's <laughs> not like a segue good. away from you and then come back. No, it's a. But like one of the things that, that one of the life lessons that I'm learning now, still, is when you're a kid you get away with a lot more, right? So yeah. you can you feel like time is on your side. And so you go through life doing whatever you want to do, you know, playing games all day Saturday or, or I don't know, sleeping in until 5 o'clock in the afternoon and then getting up, eating, and going right back to bed. I've only done that maybe once. But, I mean, <laughs> but, but, but playing video games or whatever, yeah. you know, watching TV all day long. Oh, I did a lot of that right, as right, a kid. Right, right. Um, and I don't. I'm not, that's not me getting like nitpicking y'all or anything. But anyway, understanding as as I've gotten older, what I've understand is time is not on our side. Right. Time is is one of those commodities or one of those blessings that is dwindling every day. I mean, we don't know when we're gonna go, but I know that we only have statistically till like seventy five. Things just got serious, guys. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's only like fifty years. For that's them. yeah. That's only fifty years. For y'all. <laughs> Young and yeah, watch him be the first one with a cane. It's <laughs> gonna be my bad bag. Oh, no, yeah. I, I literally told someone like literally, literally last week. I said, just like my life is so busy. I have maybe watched. I'm pretty sure I've only watched two. Sat down and watched two movies this year. Like I, I do not have time. I don't see where people have the time because I'm just so busy. But. <laughs> Whereas my dear brother Wheel. over here has watched 100 plus movies this year. That was 102. 102. 
that gum. Yeah. I wonder how many hours that is. No, uh, dude, just average like 100 it's times. It's like 330 probably. Golly. Wow. You know, you can learn a new skill with that amount of time, right? I, yeah. I, I can teach you a guitar. But you know what I did piano? when I watched them? Went to, the, went to the gym. No. Oh. Oh. oh, yeah. So you're, oh. you're being <laughs> Did it lose a pound? <laughs> <laughs> no. All for nothing. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding with you. Um, what about you, Colby? Any any life lessons or experiences that you that have come from being an adult that you weren't expecting as a kid? Uh, well, I just, I mean, growing up, I just never, I've, I, like, I always wanted to be married, but I didn't realize how uh, tough it is. Like the first year, how tough it is uh, to be a bug. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, not. I mean, me and my wife are we're, we're good. We love each other and all that. Um, you had to like, put that in there. You had to slide yeah, that yeah, in there. Just to make her happy. Uh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like right, like going from right. uh, going from just basically being a single guy. I mean, you don't need that much money to survive. You just go through Taco Bell and stuff like that. But it's Jack in the Box for me. Jack in the Box, yeah. Uh, but like you gotta provide for this whole another person. It's just, I'm, I mean, I just never. It just hit me all at once. So, <laughs> oh yeah, I had to learn quick. That, yeah, I've been married for a year and let's see, June, three months, four months, and it's all rainbows and butterflies for the first two weeks mm-hmm. <laughs> after marriage. Yeah, and then afterwards, you start realizing really fast that you are two totally separate people. Yeah, I, and, I was uh, I was talking to my wife the other day. We uh, we we talked about like we've only really known each other for two years, and I was like, I've only known you for two years, but I'm like the closest, like we're the closest to each other, and like think like I've known Logan longer, but I trust my wife more. Than I trust Logan. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy that you, mm. you, you put so much trust in someone <laughs> that you barely like know. I thought we were related. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird how that works out. Marriage, you know. You, yeah. You have. You have. I mean, you have to, and that's part of you know putting the ring on the finger. You give them your yeah. all your all your trust, all your love, all your attention. That 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 third one's the hardest for me because oh. I like to I like to do I don't like to go home and like stop. I like to be productive, and so it's hard for me. It may be the same for you for you. I don't know about you two because you don't you, know, you don't have a wife yet. But when you do, let me know. Losers. <laughs> no, but like, I don't know if it's the same way for you, but like, I, I, I'm i like, I want to do this, 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 and this before I have to go to bed. It's like, yeah. And that, it totally wrecks your world because you have to, you're literally having to reprogram your brain to be like, nope. She gets at least an hour. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or longer. Yeah. And sometimes she has a totally different plan for you and you just gotta oh, just roll go with, with it. it. <laughs> There's a video I'm going to share with you where this uh, guy's like accepting of everything. Oh, yeah, sure, honey. I'll I'll come home and and work on the yard when I was just at work for eight hours. Yeah, sure. Oh, sure, I'll go to Target and walk around with you while my legs are hurting. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, man, I hate Target. I hate Target. Oh, I can't stand it. Does she go? Does she do this path? Just, does she go Starbucks first and then wraps around the whole right-hand side of the store and come back around? Yes, but she stops at the... Luckily, she stops at the dollar. Like, you know, those... That <laughs> yeah, we first spends our money there first. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she grabs, like, a ton of stuff and, like... Why do we, why do we need this? It's and like it, a, it's like a vase. I was like, what are you gonna do with this? Nothing. <laughs> nothing. I mean, they but might. it's dollars. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's a good deal. It's like, yeah, but what are you gonna do with it? Yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do? So have, you're y'all, allergic to flowers. <laughs> have y'all like as um, men that have spouses? Have y'all already like done the thing you your parents did? Like started collecting all this junk and like it's just. It's, Me? No. You? No, no. That's a lie. That is a big lie. Haley would come Uh-oh. out. <laughs> I'm a very I collect books, a lot of books. I collect books and uh, 
those little Funko Pops, the yeah, little, yeah. The little, the little <laughs> bubble heads. You're one of those. Yeah, <laughs> and Legos. I'm a, I'm a freaking child. <laughs> <laughs> Haley married a child. <laughs> oh, no. Um, but Haley, Haley's not a hoarder, but she collects things that I'm like, we've only used that once. But she's also good about not buying things. So it's weird. It's like, if she has it, she's going to keep it. Like, even if she's only used it once. But if it's like something new, she you have to convince her to get it or she has to convince herself. That may take three, four months, but she'll get it and she may only use it once. So I don't know if you would call that like a a hoarder. I don't know what you would call that, but mm. no. I mean, I don't it may be different for you. Yeah, John is she's not a hoarder at all. She uh You just said she buys everything at the, the I, Okay. <laughs> so so she buys it, but then she throws it away and like when she's done with it. So she's a spender. No, I mean she she throws stuff away all the time. She'll even go to like my mom's house and like, I'm like, why do you need this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Are you the hoarder of the family? I don't really. I don't know. Probably. Yeah. That's, this is probably me realizing that I is like, well, <laughs> if you don't think that that there is a hoarder in the family, it's, it's probably, probably, she's you. probably yeah. Yeah, she's probably just throwing stuff I'm away behind my back. Yeah, Landon's the hoarder. Um, he can't get rid of anything. Landon knows I throw away something. Out of my room probably he, once a month. And then I'll, he I'll, I'll literally throw it just away. threw away his couch because he was like, he was like, I'd never sit on it. Yeah. Okay. Did you want to donate it to Eastview or anything? Uh, it's in pretty bad shape. It, oh, no, good. no. It was, it was actually in nice shape. It was just, it was cheap leather and it was oh, peeling. Oh, leather. Yeah. yeah. And so it, it didn't even sit on it. It was falling apart. I didn't understand. <laughs> yeah. but, you, know, you know you can sell you, those things. Couches are expensive. Yeah, we, yeah. I did. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, you okay. My dad yeah, did no, for it. Oh, oh, no. it, They bought the couch so they could have it. I was about to say, John, John Wait, your dad bought the couch? Years ago. Oh, it was years ago. Yeah. I was like, did you get 15 or 16? No. 30% No, but I love throwing stuff away. Yeah. I love it. And I love, it literally, like, he'll be like, hey, I'm throwing this stuff away. It's on uh, my dresser. And I'll be like, okay. And I literally just go shopping. I'm like, ooh, I like that. And I like hey, that. Freeze, freeze. I had, and I go poke it in places in my room, never to be seen or I, see the light of day. I yeah. had, for some reason, I kept every, uh, you know when you go to conferences and they give you a lanyard and it's like the little card on the end of yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I kept all of those. Yeah, that's for, fun, for though. Years. I see that. I, I, that. And I, have I finally got too. rid of them because I'm like, I kept maybe like one or two that, that I was like though. special. It's but... okay. I have all of mine. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't want them. I mean, you <laughs> but, just, um, just pass them around. You can't have yeah. them. <laughs> Other than that, I was like, I don't need this. I even had, I forgot to tell you this. I had the ticket from my first uh, airplane ride with you oh, yeah. to, Denver. to Denver. Yeah. yeah, to Denver. Um, Did you cry? I was so ride? mad. You no. You threw it away. You threw, you it, threw away? it away? Yes. Why do I need it? Because it's a special bond between that's, me and you. That's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're the first person I thought of. <laughs> when he threw it away. <laughs> Trash. I, was, I, I literally was like, can I have it? And he was like, why? I was like, because I was on that flight too. <laughs> that was my first So I ripped flight. it up and threw it away. Y'all, y'all remember uh, going to the Astros game and... Uh, it pouring down rain? Yeah. 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 Pouring yeah, down rain. Yes. Yeah. Th- it, wasn't, it wasn't my first Astros game but it was it, we were pr- really young we were yeah. probably like we were, 12, yeah, we, 13 yeah. so Laney was probably like 11 I think I was like 10 or 11 and Man. we decided to go to an Astros game me, Landon, my dad and then Colby and his dad and then we were going to stay at a hotel a few blocks away and we got out of the game and it's pouring pouring 
cats and dogs. And, of course, we didn't get a ride to... I think... We, did we get dropped off or something? I think we to parked the game? at the hotel. And yeah. My, my dad's too cheap to pay the parking. <laughs> yeah. So, we ran, like, four or five blocks to that <laughs> hotel. But I've never... No. I've, I don't... Uh, but that was a fun memory, now that it I think was, about it. Yeah, it was very fun. And do you remember what we watched in the hotel room? Was it... <sighs> I should the, know this. On the computer monitor? <laughs> what? What? Mall Cop. Mall Cop. Yeah. That's a good movie. It is a good movie. I watched. I've watched it like three or four times. Oh me! Thanks for the invite. I appreciate it. <laughs> I think was, you were. I think I you were in college time. Yeah. That's when you unfriended us. Yeah. I didn't unfriend you. We just moved away. <laughs> Segue to the different. next. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, uh, distance. Distance. No. <laughs> oh man, I kind of. Looking back, I kind of, I'm glad I moved to College Station. You know, I'm not, I'm not just talking about this for a second. I'm glad I moved because at that current time, I didn't fit in with any of the youth. But I'm sure glad I'm back now. Like, it's totally different. Yeah. It, We're it feels, glad you're back. <laughs> yeah, we are. Aww, aww, aww. What, do you want a dollar for that or something? Because yeah, oh, are we not getting paid? <laughs> We're not getting paid for this? All right. Oh, that's good. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh man, I don't even know how to segue into this next one, man. I mean, you guys Let's kinda, just jump. What right is? Yeah, just do it. So, I mean, what? As we continue to age and pursue our goals and ambitions, where do you see yourself in the next ten to fifteen years? I mean, do you see yourself with a family, kids, career, divorced? Italy. Um, divorce. Italy. Why is that a topic? <laughs> uh, divorce. Just because Hugh Jackman's getting a divorce. <laughs> That's probably do. why you mentioned that. That kind of yeah. hurts my feelings, man. 27 years they've been together. That's terrible. Crikey. Crikey. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, where do you see yourself, Colby? Let's yeah. You. Um, so in 10 to 15 years, um, probably build a house out of my land and probably have a couple kids, maybe Five. seven. No, 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 no. I want a big family, not that big. I'm thinking four max. Uh, Kobe max. Kobe max, yeah. Kobe's uh, going to the max. <laughs> no, just, I mean, just trying to work as least as possible, be with my family. That's really what my life has gone up to now is just led to family. Yeah. Well, that's a good, that's a, that's a good thing. Family's important, really important. Especially because statistically, I mean, most homes now have a, are broken. You know, I mean, that's part of the reason why we have so many absolutely wild and crazy. I mean, what are you laughing at? I'm trying to have a serious <laughs> moment here. <laughs> because Lo- Logan had to do like a, a little jig of some type. Little like, jig. <laughs> broken. <laughs> Anyway. Anyway, no, but... I was just breathing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the jig. (laughs) No, uh, but no, like, you know, broken homes, it's... Well, let me just start over. It's important. Family's important. And that's one of the things that's dwindling in our society now is a good family. Yeah. And that's part of the reason why we're in the crapshoot we're in now. Oh, yeah. If people had... If everybody had a good mom and dad together life would be so much different than it is right now. Yeah. Right. Most of the, mm-hmm. most of the people that are causing a bunch of trouble now either don't have a dad or don't have a mom and have an absent parent in their life. Or if they do have both mom and dad, they're fighting all the time. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I saw a TikTok about, and this is really sad, so hopefully you guys can say, you guys can bring up something after this because 
<laughs> kind of sad. Maybe won't cry. No, but um, <laughs> it, it, it honestly is sad. So much. <laughs> no, but seriously, it, it was sad. Uh, this this kid, and it may have been a total farce of a story, but this kid uh, killed himself on his mom's birthday, and he left a note, and he said, "Happy birthday, Logan." <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get banned from Spotify uh, and Apple Podcasts because of this. No. <laughs> No, but uh, <laughs> Jeez. drop the suicide hotline in the link. One eight hundred. He, oh, man, <laughs> thank you for that. Anyway, um, so he um, he committed. <laughs> Logan, stop laughing. <laughs> I can't help it. Um. Oh. um he, he, so he committed suicide on his mom's birthday, and he left a note stating that uh, you've always told me since I was young that... <laughs> stop, stop. <laughs> Bite your tongue. Bite your tongue. <laughs> Talk about a kid committing suicide. You're laughing. I'm, I'm bad for my, my uh, audio editor. He's going he's gonna to be like, what is wrong with y'all? No, but um, he, he was explaining... or telling his mother that, you know, ever since I was young, I remember you telling me how much you hated my existence and ever since I was born, I was nothing but a, a detriment <laughs> to your life. <laughs> All right. <laughs> do we, do we, do we, do we need take five story? minutes or something? <laughs> you saw you have another TikTok? You need to walk away? Anyway, no, and he just—he was saying that he was a detriment to his um, his mother's life, and so he he gave her he killed himself because th that he thought that'd be a good birthday gift for her. <laughs> you're 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 so I up. was right. Yes, you were right. Well, <laughs> you feel justified. Now? <laughs> yes, I do. I don't oh feel bad gosh. anymore. I did not laugh throughout all of you that. You should feel bad. Yeah, you should feel terrible. <laughs> that was a good joke, guys. <laughs> My, my question is, is Robin Williams would be proud Oh my <laughs> Quit oh Robin my, God, my question is How did you expect What did you think That we had to say <laughs> I was hoping You wouldn't say anything Just let me talk Go ahead You picked the no, wrong guy but no, for um, that. no Even in a, in a Even in a family That is together You can still have A broken family I mean that's That's yeah. just That's just mm -hmm. given Yeah Anyway I don't know if I want to give it to either one of y'all now. What is uh what is your what is the goal for you in the next ten to fifteen years? I'm keeping that in by the way. Um that's fine with me. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh I I know I would like to I would I would like to move away for like two years and come back. Just to have that experience to say that, I guess. Who are you thinking? Um, in the state. I want to stay in Texas, but Maybe like Houston or DFW. That's the worst two choices you could ever play. Well, it's either that or no, like Austin or. I just want I just want to do it for two years and come back. Go to like Tyler. Yeah, I, I like Tyler too. But uh, 
I know, like, as as for, like, my career, they like you to have, like, two years of experience before you, like, move on to better um, opportunities. And so it'd be, um, it'd be a nice chance to tr- get that training and experience in a bigger city, bigger hospitals, things like that. Um, but as for, like, further down the future, I would like either to be you know, in a serious relationship or married. Um, I, I know I know for a fact that I don't really see myself having kids before I'm 30. Surely before I'm 35. Oh, okay. um, but other than that... Isn't 40 when the, like, the cutoff date is for... Is it women or men or both? I think it's women. It's women. No, okay. Men, it never stops. You just got to find the young, young girl, Logan. <laughs> just, be like, mean, just be Leonardo DiCaprio. Dave no. Young. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no. you're 26. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, um but yeah, I don't I don't see any problem with that for myself. It's it's working for me so far. I don't I don't mind it. Well yeah. both both of our parents were uh they were in their thirties when they, they were had both me. in their thirties when they had us. So And it I will say because of that, there there's always been some kind of like awkward somewhere. You know, it like the year I turned I think I be, believe the year my dad turned sixty. I was twenty one. Wow! I, I think that was that like, old. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's sixty two now. Sixty two. Wow. Now. Um, I turned twenty two. Or yeah, I turned twenty two that year. I don't. As long as I'm not, I think Dad was thirty nine or forty when Landon. Yeah, he was forty when Landon was born. Wow. So I don't want that, but. To me, it, to me, it's perfectly normal to have kids in your early 30s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, now. No, yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, Interesting. I don't... That's what I... That's what, what, what I have in what, mind. What, what was the reason your parents waited so long to have kids? Because I know they were married, like, what, mid-20s? My mom was 17. Dad was 23. Whoa, she was 17? Yeah. Oh, wow. She was so, 17 when they got married. But like, if you knew, like, my mom's... Not to get like too deep or personal, but if you knew my mom's like backstory with her family and stuff, mm-hmm. it made a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, like my mom had a hardship license at fourteen; it was driving her brother to school in oh, Houston. Wow. Okay, um, so I think you know she was happy to, you know, and my dad came from like the perfect like Andy Griffith white picket fence family. Love and so, I love the Wilkerson side. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know your mom's side of family. That's why I yeah. said that. But. And so my mom came from a big family, but mm-hmm. like uh, her the, mother the was... Colby's side of the family. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah that is. Yeah. Uh, oh, is it? Oh, big oh. Fa- it's yeah, the same family. Yeah. Oh. Um, but like my mom's, mom's immediate family was very dysfunctional. So like my her mother was divorced, had two kids, was working two jobs... Yeah, didn't you know, in Houston, hardly had anything. Father wasn't really in the in the yeah, picture. Her, her, my my mom's dad was a pool hustler, a pool shark, mm-hmm. um, things like that. Uh, people don't know about, but uh, well, don't don't you don't have to share her whole story. Oh yeah, I know. Um, but I think she wanted to to get out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've had a great great life and great marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, I think their next year will be forty years. Wow, for yeah. them. No. Um, but I don't, and really, I don't think they've never regretted having kids late. Mm-hmm. So I know I'm mm-hmm. not. Yeah. Um, I think the only downside to that is all of my parents' friends have grandkids and that they yeah. don't. 
Um, so it's been the past few years have been hard for my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I think it, it's it's, it's, been, it's been great. Yeah, it sounds like yeah. y'all need to get on the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely so. not. Yeah. <laughs> you just um, not have enough riz or what? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's segue into my my <laughs> yeah my point of view on that. Within my next ten to fifteen years, I definitely see myself, um, like I, I definitely see myself moving out of Texas. I don't I don't expect to live here forever. I expect to come back to this wonderful little retirement community that we live in, but but <laughs> right now it, it, it is a retirement. Community. It it really sadly, is. it is. It is. Yeah. Uh, like I love, I love Lufkin in its own, you know, capacity. I love ECU. I love the the church. I love everything that we all are involved all of our in. Family and our friends are yeah. All of our here or around yeah, within on both two sides hours of our of family. Other. We're all very close here, but at the same time, like. I just have always had this film that I was like kind of made for more than just what's available here. And I look forward, I literally look forward to like within the next few years, moving off, doing my own thing, just, just me for a bit. Mm-hmm. And then kind of going from there. Like I, I literally just applied for a job in Missouri last week. So we'll, we'll see about that. But, but you know, cause why not? Missouri? That's, Missouri. Missouri. We're, we're Missouri. Missouri. It's in um, where Sarah lives. St. Louis? Mm-hmm. St. Louis. Oh, that's nice. St. Louis is nice. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. like well, St. Louis. St. Louis is kind of ghetto. St. Peter's is nice. Yes. Yeah. 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 St. Charles. St. Charles. St. Peter's. Yeah. I guess I was the, oh, I went to the only the good parts of St. Louis when I was there. Oh, there's some ghetto parts. Man. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 But but like I, I, I just, I'm always like, you know, YOLO, why not? Like, yeah. uh, like I just got a acceptance letter to basically, basically be like an aimer next year for um and go to Greece and Spain and live in Europe for several months. So really excited about that and that'll kinda come up later on. But just a fancy word for vacation. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm just like I just kinda live by that like why not? Like, you know, I'm I'm young, single, I'm fixing to finish my college and everything. So I'm just like, why not? Like let's let's do it. Let's go. I mean yeah, I mean that makes sense. That makes sense. But I mean, do you have any? Uh, like, do you do you want to have a family eventually? I mean, are you going to be like a forty year old virgin, or I mean, what are we what are we talking about here, <laughs> dear Lord? I definitely do expect to like have a family and all that stuff. But I guess right now, I just do not see that. I don't see that in my near future. That would definitely be like towards the end of those like that like ten fifteen year mark. Sure. But, like I'm twenty one now. I expect to. I expect to like not really even be interested in anybody, anybody until I'm like 27 and people are going to be like ha you're funny that's not going to happen but it's not I'm sorry but it's, not. It's, not, it's not like we're but, rushing but I'm not yeah. we're not, like kids for us aren't like a priority right now mm-hmm. you know in or marriage for, let's do one thing at a time but you know <laughs> basically, uh, basically I'm, please, I'm not looking for it if that please, makes sense please start with marriage so, before kids yeah yeah. Yeah. Don't be one of those people. Please. Because I will talk about you behind <laughs> your back. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. No. But, you know, one of the things that I was taught, and maybe this just comes down to raising, right? And you guys are raised by, not old, not elders, but you were raised by older individuals that had right. kids. Yeah. My mom and dad had me, well, my mom really struggled with having kids. So we, she would have had us really young, probably 20, 21, uh, maybe 22. I can't remember when they got married, but she had complications having me and my sister so it ended up pushing it back to like 27 28 i think and um which is still young 
right? But um, my parents have always taught me that that's the pinnacle of your life is to get a job, get married, have kids. So it's almost exactly how, that's literally the order in which that I, I see my, that's where I've seen my life go is I got a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Originally was going to try to be a firefighter, but you know, that, you know, life, life, life. Good memories. Throws wrenches <laughs> in your, in your track, but it's all for the right reasons and purposes. But then it went from, you know, got a job. Okay. Now it's time to get married because I, ha- I was dating. The only girl I've ever dated is my wife, Haley. And, um, that's I, honorable. Yeah. That's I impressive. To say. Yeah. That's impressive. I mean, I've had Especially other, in today's day. And I've had about. crushes, but I'm, I had what what they call no riz. <laughs> so, and I really didn't what have... What is this new term, riz? <laughs> I, I heard my brother use it the other day because he was, he was at a specific college that's here in Lufkin, and you guys all know who it is. You three know what it is. And one of the guy, one of my coworkers was talking to him, and he was like, he's like, man, look at all these cute girls. And he's like, nah, there's probably maybe one or two cute girls here. And he's like, you know what, though? I, I could probably talk to him, but he's like, I just ain't got no riz. <laughs> that's what Zach said, so that's stuck with me ever since. But um, I didn't have any confidence growing up, and it took literally me meeting Haley, and, and as silly as this may sound, actually having some in, someone interested in me to actually build some sort of confidence in my life. Really, seriously. Like, I mean, that may sound corny, but, like, I didn't think of myself very highly at all. So, you know... And I know that's way off topic from, you know, what we see ourselves in 10 to 15 years, but, um, but in know, 10 to 15 years, you see yourself more confident. Yeah. Uh, see myself more confident. I want to have, and we're confident in that. <laughs> yeah. I want to have three kids, but, um, you gotta have four. You gotta make it an even number. Yeah. You can't have an odd number. Yeah. Yeah. Then you no, have a random well, kid on a roller coaster. I am an odd number. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's true. It kind of evens out, right? Cause you have the two, you have the, you have the firstborn, middle, and the last child. There's no in between. Like you don't have like two middles. You know, you know what I'm saying. Like if there were four, it's you have you have the firstborn, two middle children, and then the last last one. Unless you have twins, then then that kind of evens it out. But hmm. anyway, I kind of like that dynamic, the three children thing. Triplets. Well, because it's easier to find houses too. So that's true. Yeah. True. I mean, you can live in a shack. I mean, my grandmother had how many kids did the more. How many was it? I think it's 12. 12? Yeah. And they lived in like a three-bedroom house. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. There's no way I could yeah. do that. The, Wil- yeah. the Wilkerson's had like... like the, the Wilkerson's was... Had like 10. No, there was 11 plus... So there was 12. And then mom, our family, the Wagners, they had... Uh, there was nine. Nine? Yeah. Wow. And they lived... Yeah. Like I've heard the stories where... Because their parents were evangelists. And so they lived in some weird places. So they mm-hmm. lived in like a... Like a Jewish monastery that was old and decrepit, and they just turned into a house and um, some weird stories that came from it. And, but you know, that's nine kids and two parents in a small place, only like four or five. Rooms. Wow, so, a Jewish monastery. I think that's what it was. I don't. I don't remember that story. That's kind of creepy. Yeah. A little bit. Not gonna lie to you. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I know it's- there was like because like you know, I think it. I think that's what it was. It also had like, um, it had like a basement or a room that had an area that they would clean their dead and all that because that's just one of their traditions. It was really Ooh. weird stories I heard from that. So Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I couldn't, Jesus. I couldn't, I couldn't sleep at night there. It no. was Jewish, so it was kosher, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus was Jewish. Jesus was Jewish, yeah. Was he? Yeah. Uh, yeah he was Jewish. Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> he was Hebrew. 
<laughs> you know what? You know one thing that I cannot stand about modern churches, and I know this is way off topic, but they name all their first of all they're all getting coffee shops in their church now. Yes, and it's Hebrews. And it, it's Hebrews or they they figure out some silly name. I can't stand that. Holy ground. Holy ground. That one gets on my nerves. <laughs> it's like that's funny. It's like I don't even want to drink coffee there anymore. Mm-hmm. Anyway, then that's way off topic. Wow. Um, <laughs> so you like you like jazz? <laughs> you like you like jazz? <laughs> Oh, me. Speaking of churches, though, uh, we all are very much involved in our churches. Uh, we all go to the same church now, and I mean, our church is fantastic. I honestly could not have picked a better church. Like, I, I just moved there about, what, six, seven months ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love it. I mean, they're, they're so involved in the community. They're involved very heavily in the children's ministry, which is extremely important. And each one of us share a role in that. And and I say this, being that we are a part of the church and being that we all also carry weight with our last names. I mean, let's be real here. Moorhead's known throughout a lot of Huntington and Lufkin. Even the Wilkerson's are known. I don't know if they're known in Lufkin and Huntington as much. Lufkin but and Dabal. Lufkin and Dabal. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a lot of connections, you mm-hmm. know, not just our churches, but our town, you know. Right. They say that you hear the name Castleberry and you either think of my my, my grandfather, Leo, or you think of, uh, what's his name? Um, the The referee. Um, I don't forget. He's third cousins. He's another Castleberry. Um, I don't remember his first name. Anyway, his last name's Castleberry, though. Yeah. So everybody, Mister Mr. Castleberry, oh, Cooper, 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 we don't. Cooper Castleberry, Cooper. Yeah, he was a, he was a really well known referee that w- used to referee for Lufkin, and then actually went to the NFL mm-hmm. and was a referee for the NFL. But anyway, you know, w- we have a lot of influence. And we reach a lot of people, both in church and out of church. And with that, where do you see your your true purpose in in the church as well as in your community? What is something that you like? You feel like you need to do in your community? Does that does that make sense? Yes. Okay. I think for me, like 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 my ministry has has quite literally changed. Like not just within the past year, but like within the past like five months like i've like completely i I, i've completely like changed routes and like where i saw myself in ministry like a full 180 like when i was younger i was like oh no i'm not a preacher like i am not this i'm not that i lord you couldn't pay me to be a missionary i ain't doing that you know leave everything i know on my family and now it's like like missions is so prevalent like i went on i went on uh ayc prog in june and just changed like the trage- trajectory of like my, my life like everything has like completely changed and now it's like I, every day goes by like i don't like i think about missions like it's it's just it's crazy how how much i've you know changed in that aspect but i i see like in my future like i fully see myself like being very immersive in in min- missions and way way more in in ministry than i expected to be what about in your, in your, I mean, I know you said you're going to move around a lot and that's totally fine. Where do you see yourself, whether you're in Lufkin, you're in Austin, you're in Timbuktu, Ohio, where do you see yourself within your community as well? Or even in, like Greece on your vacation. I mean, where do you see <laughs> vacation? <laughs> that was just the location that was offered to us. Fair I didn't enough. choose that. But where do you, where do you, where do you see yourself? I mean, like, like within, within our community? Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I mean, like right now, I mean, we're very, we're we're all very involved. I'd see myself. I mean, we're all, all four of us are very involved in our in music ministry. I see myself very, very involved in that. But I think one thing that's even popped up more that we've gotten even more involved is is like the hyphen. Mm-hmm. Like our hyphen is like completely blown up. Like I remember, like like this time, like last year, our hyphen group was probably like I kid you not, three people. It was like me, Logan, and another guy. It was three people that were going to the actual like hyphen class. Literally this past Wednesday, like two days ago, we had a class so full that we were like, we're gonna have to get a bigger room. Like, we we had thirty plus people. So like, like that's, that's like, awesome. yeah, like that's completely changed. So and it's gotten so it's it's grown so much that it's now not only like a ministry just within our church, but like we're having people from other churches come to like special hyphen events now, and it's like mm-hmm. it's becoming even more prominent. Yeah. So that's kind of where I see it. I guess I see myself currently, and like within like. A short, short term, mm-hmm. definitely like very involved and in that. And to intertwine that with missions, we just went on a hyphen trip to the border mm-hmm. and um, ministered at a small church there. And um, they like, it's it's a different environment there. You know, a smaller church. It's a bilingual church. Um, but there, you can tell, even though it's it's an older church, it was like eighty five years old. Um, but you could tell that they're still that the people in that church are still hungry um, for God and wanted to do big things. Um, and so being involved with that, with people our same age and involving missions with that was was a lot of fun and we had a good time. And, uh, you know, we handed out fly, 200 flyers in the community and we got to pray with a lot of people and we, we, had, we spent time with the pastor and his family and, and that was that was a lot of fun. So, you know, involving what, you know, what Layden mm-hmm. wanting to do with what we're doing currently. And I think one thing, uh, what I love about Eastview the most is the wide, I guess you could say, this is such a, you know, 2020s term, the demographics. Sure. is a big thing that I like about our church. Because um, there's really, there's really something for everyone. Um, the, you know, it's, it's not just for the children, you know, it's also the, um, the, like, you know, we have a widow's group, we have, um, people that are going through grief, we have, uh, you know, the, the elderly couples, we have the young couples, we have the middle-aged couples, you know, um, our age, we, you know, different, different aspects, singles, things like that. Um, I, I think that's, and important, and we're all like we keep having babies. We have. Some, uh, yeah. I remember I counted like <laughs> none of us. It, yeah, none of us. Point that yeah, out. Uh, there was like in my section of the church where I was sitting one night, there was like I count like twenty four kids. Good <laughs> grief! <laughs> so, uh, and like five or six of them were newborns. I'm like, dear lord, um, that's a good thing though. It's yeah, church. and. and st- there's still like at least three or four poor, more people still pregnant. Right. Yeah. It seems like. Well, there's this one couple that it seems like they're always getting pregnant. But anyway, get that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I remember. I remember uh, someone telling a story of, and this is really kind of off topic, but it to me it shows you know what's a what's a sign of a of a good thriving church. I remember a story of they were talking about a minister that went and visited one of some other saint or from another church that didn't have anyone. And went to pray for them in the hospital or something. They were talking and the person asked, 
you know, asked the pastor, do you have babies and kids in your church? And he said, yeah, of course. And the person asked, do they scream and get loud and interrupt service and all that? And the pastor was like, well, I don't really want to say yes, because then, you know, this person may not think highly of our church, but, you know, he, he was honest. And that person said, well, I wish we had kids at our church, you know, kind of, mm-hmm. you know, they, they didn't have it. They didn't have any younger generation. So, you know, that, that's to me, a sign of a good church is there's not so much that everyone's having babies, but you know, it, the church is growing, mm-hmm. not so much of, you know, you're trying to convert people, but you're, you're also, well, I mean, you're raising a family sure. in, a, in a good environment. Sure. I mean, so. it, 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 typically a dying church has nothing but elders in it. Yeah. So when you have that middle-aged demographic that are having kids, it means you have a really good thriving church. Yeah. That's just fact. I mean, that's not. And if you look at our youth group right now, you guys got all a pretty of them were raised group. in church, mm-hmm. you know, like, and, and at this church too, mm-hmm. you know, and so that's, that's another thing I've noticed. They're all the same age. They're all between 13 and 16 years old, mm-hmm. and they all went to our Sunday school at one point. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's another interesting that's thing. That's a very good success rate of your children's ministry. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, one thing, uh, <laughs> one thing that Landon was talking about was the hyphen. That is so, uh, the hyphen or rather the youth or not the youth, I'm sorry, the, the college and career, and career yeah. are so overlooked. They yeah. used oh, to yes. Now we're, we're starting to get programs in place that mm-hmm. really assist with the growth of the college and career. Because let's be honest here, your college and career days, you're typically your most risque, if you will. Yeah. You're yes. out doing yeah. whatever you want because you have freedom. Yeah. And so yeah. there was nothing pulling kids back into church, at least when I was growing up. Like, like I mean, that's not necessarily true. I mean, I had a college and career group, but they, they this is why I'm very against A&M Aggies is because they had, they had, I don't know if they do it anymore, but they had a college and career group just for the A&M students. Uh, and then everybody else that was college and career didn't was, think, literally weird. had no uh, involvement yeah. with them at all. What? I didn't even meet some of these people. Huh. I mean, I I, yeah. I mean, I met that's them. Different. I met them, but I never was yeah, a part of odd. their groups. It's odd. It was very kind of proves the yeah. whole cult thing. It is, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I don't know if it's that way anymore. I know that they have new leadership now, and yeah, I've, from what I've heard, I've, it's been really good. But yeah. I I don't keep up with mm. previous churches. That's not that's none of my business. Yeah, but um, no. But my experience was a little bit different. But looking at the hyphen in college and career now, I mean, it's night and day difference. Like, there's so mm-hmm. much going on. Yeah. We are constantly doing something. Something. Like, literally every other week, like, there's something. Right. And we, we love it that way, right. you know? I feel like I feel like when you're in, when you reach the college age and you're going to college, for one, like, many of your college age people, they move away from home. So, boom, first time you're ever alone. Like, you're living alone. You're off in a whole other town, city. You are given a license and you can literally drive anywhere. You have a car. You have all these things. You have money for the first time. Like you're given all of these things and yet there was no program or ministry that was like opportunity opportunity to like, oh, let's go. Like let's bring Jesus back into your life, yeah. you know. So <laughs> there was so, yeah. there was nothing drawing people back in. Yeah. Keeping people yes. in the church. Well, I think and then if there was stuff, it was always and I've had this conversation with my dad, you know, people want to have, they want to have things, but it's always got to be a church service. It's always got to yes. be, you know, it's all not to say that's bad to be spiritual, but it's, 
it, nothing was ever fun to involve yeah. people. Mm-hmm. You need you, know? a, you need to have a social and aspect so, I think, so that you all can yeah. There's you know, a balance. Mingle. Yeah, yeah there's, there's a balance. There really yeah. is a balance. Yeah. So I think we started having, yeah. you know, we have fun nights, you know, yeah. and we spend time together. But in then a at social the same time, way. at the same time, we have we have like very good in depth classes, like yeah, anywhere from like you know very spiritual stuff to to even finances, you yeah. know. So right. like, it's it's I think I think our church as a whole does it very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I have to agree. I really like the Young Mary's class, even though I hadn't been the last three weeks. I kind of <laughs> feel bad. There's a backstory behind that. It's not because I'm just missing. I'm having to help <laughs> assist take care of my grandparents because they're both ill and they can't get around as much as they used to. So, anyway, I mean, Colby, you've been kind of quiet the last 20 minutes. Nah, I mean, y'all been y'all been doing good. I mean, just what? I mean, where do you think your in? What do you think your influence is? I mean, like, where do you first of all, where do you see yourself going in your church ministry, and then where do you see yourself in the community? Do you see yourself being a an addition or a um, what's that's not addition, an upgrade. <laughs> an upgrade. I will upgrade this community. We're gonna add a room to this house. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, in the church, um, from a very young age, I just I I made up my mind that I just never say no. So, I mean, we have great leadership, like mm-hmm. Brother Boards, amazing pastor, Brother Hunt's amazing elder. Uh, our music is amazing. Our kids are amazing. So, if they ever ask me anything, answer is yes. Because obviously, you know, they're in the Lord's will. I'm supposed to be doing something. If it's sweeping, I'll, I'll sweep, sure. Right. So, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, in the church, you just you just got to say yes and be involved wherever you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the community, I, I actually got humbled uh, a, a month ago. I, uh, <laughs> I went through Jack in the Box, and I was having a bad day, and I was just staring off in space, and the Jack in the Box manager uh, just opened the window. He's like, "Hey, man, you're right." I was like, "Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm good. I'm like, not suicidal. I'm good." And he is like, "He's like, well, just smile more. Just got, got, put it in God's hand." And like, I was wow. like, "Bro, I was like, that's what I need to be doing." And I'm yeah. just sitting here. Yeah. Someone's yeah. telling me this, right? So I think in our community, I mean, just be, just be like Christ as much as you can. Be nice to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. My favorite videos are. Uh, this guy, he goes to Walmart and stuff like that. And he asked him for like a dollar, asked random people yeah. for a dollar. And they give it to him. He's like, why'd you help me? He's like, well, you just, you were in need. And then he either like buys them the groceries, you know, he's even gave one person a car and just like, just helping people like in need. I don't know. So anybody like, asked me for a dollar, I'm like, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, just, just helping people in need, just be Christ-like. That's, that's how you're going to win most people. I right. Mean, I think brother, Bull, did brother Buller teach that? Is that or, the same message where he had to tell the guy to hold his peace? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he yeah, he pre- he preached that, you know, you're not going to win someone over being after you just cussed them out. Yeah. You got to be nice to them to win them. So I think that's what we need to do in our community. Well, I think uh I've noticed this uh at work um even school that and it's it's very strong here where we live because there's a lot of us apostolics and and uh, but I was telling my parents the other day you don't realize who's watching the, and especially here in Lufkin they're always watching us um, seeing you know how we act how we respond to things and so and I, I people come up to me a lot more than I the more than I realize 
um, like asking me questions I never thought they would ask me. Like, what was going on at your church the other day? Or, you know, they passed by or something. Or, you know, who was that that I saw, you know, on Facebook? Or, um, you know, and I'm sorry about this. Or, you know, that affected our church or something like that. So, and to me, people that have nothing to do with with our faith or or anything like that, but you don't realize that they're watching mm-hmm. or, you know, even when they pass by. So when, when you have a bad day, you know, everyone has bad days, but sure. do you, you have to realize, you know, you have to, you have to handle a certain way. So. Right. Well, it's like kind of like running a business. Uh, oh, here comes the mighty businessman, right? No, but, uh, <laughs> do tell, but it's like running a business. You have to be on your A game at all times. Yeah. Now, when you're at home by yourself or with your wife or whatever, whatever you can, let some of those frustrations out. No. You, can, you can be mean to your wife. Yeah, no, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. But no, um, like I have to be here at a specific time every day and I have to be here earlier than everybody else. Uh, just so it, it shows that I am, I want to be here because then they want to be here, right? And it's like a trickle effect. What you do, they're going to do. Yeah. So if you show kindness to people, they're going to be kind to you in return. There's the occasional... There's the occasional person that'll chew you out, even if you're kind to them, but that's very rare. So if you just keep a smile on your face, be godlike, you can, you can, the sky's the limit when it comes to if you want to, you know, if you want to invite that person to church or if you even just want to give them, make their day happy or not, not happy, but make their day better. So yes, I agree with you on that. I think, um, I don't know. I think, uh, anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I lost my train of thought, so y'all carry on. Choo-choo. Yeah, uh, to piggyback on that, like I like a couple years ago, there was a message, and to be honest with you, I don't really remember the message. I remember the altar call. And, uh, you know, my later high school years, just getting to high school, I wasn't the greatest person. And, like, it was, the message was about, like, you know, how many people have you walked by or how many people have you hung out with that you just just screwed up that they're gonna come to church and like you you didn't you didn't act this way so they think oh well if he acts this way i don't have to act this way yeah i'm not going to his church because he acts this way so i mean just thinking back that's that's probably one of my biggest regrets is you know not being able to witness people witness the people that i've done some stuff with that yeah and and i've i've been in the same boat as you um then you worry about, is it too late for them? Because, you know, we're all in church now, but those same people that we had interactions with, is it too late for them because of our actions? I always think like that. I don't know if that sounds silly or not, but... <laughs> no, it doesn't sound But you're like, man, like, like, there's someone really close to me, and I'm like, I, I was the first one to call them out for all their problems, and then I did the exact same stuff they did later down the road, and then now I don't know if talking to them about church is even going to do anything. I mean, granted, you can only do so much, and then mm-hmm. at that point, it's up. that's between them and God. Yeah. Right, but it, it, it worries me. It's like, am I the reason they're going to, they're not going to go to church or even be saved? Is, is, is that my fault? Granted, I, I'm not God, so I yeah, don't know you if can't you can't do anything. Yeah. yeah. But you can always try. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to hurt. They're, I mean, the worst thing they can say to you is no. Yeah, like I said earlier, 2020 hindsight, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I think we do have to remember that, like, even though, like, yeah, like, in in your past, like, yeah, okay, maybe I did, like, like, you know, quote-unquote, scar that person from ever coming 
to the truth or the church or anything. You do have to, I, th- I think we do have to remember that, like, even though that happened, like, you can still, like, where you're at now and your walk, walk with God now can still be a light to, like, oh, like, they were just like me, but now they're even better. You know, like, they still... You see what I'm saying? They can see where, uh, yeah. where you are yeah, now. Yeah, like where you are now. He's like, changed. You like know? he's changed. Like he really is a better person. At that point, you're living by example. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well, we don't want to take up much more of your time, uh, both the listeners and the interviewers. And we actually took a little bit of a break uh, before I finished this last little bit. And um, I was kind of impressed with these these three young fellers. <laughs> and so <laughs> you will definitely hear more of them later down the road and probably hear from them. Man, I wouldn't say the next podcast, but you'll hear, you'll hear a lot. <laughs> you'll hear from them a lot more. Uh, I've really enjoyed this and I think they have too. This is actually, I think all of you guys, this is your first podcast, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, welcome. Welcome to the world of podcasting. Um, anybody have any closing remarks? Anybody, anything they want to add before we, we end this shindig? I, what we were this, thinking bless this food and nourishment yeah. <laughs> amen, amen. Uh, well, thinking back on like more memories from from childhood I I started thinking some of my earliest memories was when we were uh, I remember sitting around like the cafeteria table at like Eastview Academy and like all we ever talked about was like Madagascar <laughs> over the edge <laughs> and and I missed those are some days that I miss. Like, if I could go back to a time, that was a lot of fun. Um, do y'all... Okay, this is random, but do y'all remember when I was really into Kung Fu Panda? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I don't know. Maybe, like, I really... Uh, uh, is it sympathize with Poe or something? <laughs> like, it was, he was always bigger and different than everybody else. Are you planning on being the Dragon Warrior or something? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> what Dragon I'm, Warrior. The Dragon Warrior. Hey, um, they've actually. Skadoosh. Skadoosh. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Not the wishy finger. <laughs> you know what's funny? Those, that's one of the only cartoons that. The actual uh, sequels were not bad the at all. Yeah, oh, they're, they're all good. Yeah, yeah they're whenever, all good. The second one when is, it, oh my word. Whenever another panda showed up, I said, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> the end of the second one, yeah. Oh my goodness. They're making a fourth one, aren't they? Yeah. There was also a show. Was there a show? On Nickelodeon. It what? was good, too. Was it good? Yeah. yeah. Is it Star Wars Clone Wars good? Uh, yeah, I guess. Only did seen, you even watch? I've only seen no. Like, no. I've only seen like two that was Star Wars legit. movies. Star Wars yeah. Clone Wars. I saw the movie. Did you watch the new episode of Ahsoka? Uh-uh. Oh, I seen oh man, you're you're in for a treat. I need to yeah. watch that. I did watch Mandalorian, but that's not that's not Star Wars. It is. It is. The first season it was is. great. The, the first two seasons are great. The third yeah. season is. You know, uh, no, I stopped at the second season. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I'm totally not going down the segue. We're not <laughs> yeah. going on this segue. <laughs> Anybody else want to add anything before we we end it? No, just uh. Just thanks for letting us come yeah, on. Thanks yeah, for, thanks fun. for asking us. Awesome. Nice yeah. Yeah. When we get our old friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When I get paid. Yeah. <laughs> well, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the podcast, and we will see you on the next one. You guys have a good one. Good <laughs> <laughs>